Now perhaps it's time to look at refinancing that barn to free up cash for each month and save money in the long run. Interest rates are great and Sunishan Ag Center can help you determine your options and the steps you should take to keep more dollars in your pocket. Hi folks and welcome to the Sioux Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis. Today on the show, we're talking to Dr. Joe Cassidy. Now, Joe is the professor and head of the Department of Animal Science at South Dakota State University. Thanks for taking the time to visit with us here today, Joe. Thanks, Dr. Jake. I'm looking forward to the visit. Now, Dr. Cassidy earned his bachelor degree from Iowa State University and then completed a master's and PhD in animal science from the University of Nebraska. He's worked as a research associate with USDA, was a member of the animal science department at North Carolina State University, where you earned the rank of professor. And in addition to these roles... He is the past president of the National Swine Improvement Federation Board of Directors and served on a volunteer role as the executive director of the Beef Improvement Federation from 2009 to 2015. Now, am I correct? Your, your research focus has mostly been on genetics and genomics with a special emphasis kind of in uh, improvement of efficiency of production in both hogs and beef cattle? That's correct. And really, that's, that's a pretty exciting field. I mean, there's so many unique and interesting things that we've learned in that. I mean, even in, in the past... 10 to 15 years is crazy. The, you know, progress we've made um, in the performance of our livestock, if you think about, you know, total pounds of milk produced by a dairy cow or um, on the pig side, I remember when I was a kid in the 70s, we were marketing pigs at six months of age at 210 pounds, and now we market them at six months of age at 300 pounds. So uh, certainly some of those improvements have come from management and nutrition, but a lot of it's been improvements in genetics. That's really a good segue into our topic today which is talking about how the South Dakota State University can prepare students within animal science majors and then within majors in similar fields for success and what they can do, you know, basically after they get their education. Because not only are you currently serving as the the head of the Department of Animal Science, but you're an interim head of a couple other departments at this point in time too, correct? Yes, that's correct. I, I serve as the Department Head of Animal Science and Interim Department Head for Dairy and Food Science. Really, at this point in time, I know for a lot of students, especially after the fallout from the pandemic, there's a little bit of hesitancy with the job market out there. And in particular, you know, something that requires an investment in education, like a bachelor's degree. But how do you feel SDSU actually gives students a leg up in these animal science, or I should say ag-related careers, so that when they graduate, they, they can have a better opportunity for employment? Well, I think we do a very good job of balancing uh, between providing our students uh, a well-rounded science-based education. Uh, certainly, um, one of our goals is to um, assist students in their development just as well-rounded members of society. Uh, that should be a goal of all four-year college degree programs. But then beyond that, here at SDSU and especially in, um, in the ag area, we really help students develop the specific skills needed to go out and um, fulfill the um, opportunities in production ag and with specific um, emphasis on food animal production. Now, I know that between students and possibly even parents out there, they hear animal science or they hear dairy science, and the first thing that comes to their mind is veterinarian. But obviously, there's so many other opportunities that you can aspire to with these degrees. Could you give us some examples of what other job opportunities would be out there? Well, there are uh, quite a number of opportunities, and certainly the vast majority of our students do not pursue degrees in veterinary medicine. Um, We certainly are proud of those who do, and uh, I happen to be married to a veterinarian, as a Mm -hmm. matter of fact. But most of our students go into um, other areas. 
So they may be um, managing a livestock operation where they're out there um, looking after and, and providing some daily care for the animals. It may be going into um, the feed industry where they're helping to provide uh, the nutrition programs and the feed needs to um, those livestock operations. It could also be in um, other allied industries that build and provide the equipment used for management of our livestock. And certainly there is the animal health industry where there are lots of opportunities other than being a veterinarian. There are many things there in terms of um, sales related to um, just the overall health and well-being of the animal. I mean, just for an anecdote, within our company, we have people that have their degree in animal science and they do everything from managing the feed mill to being marketer selling stuff in the field uh, to helping to formulate diets for animals. It's, it's crazy how many different things that this degree path can open the door for. You know, one of the really exciting um, opportunities, I think, um, today is our dairy manufacturing program. You know, that really focuses on what happens after, you know, the milk's already been extracted from the cow, and we have this milk, and we have the opportunity to turn it into um, further value-based products, such as ice cream and cheese and yogurt. Of course, uh, we promote the consumption of fluid milk as well. But right now, there are way more opportunities for students than, than we can actually um, produce and turn out. And those students just have amazing opportunities and they're starting at uh, what I think are some awfully high salaries. Very intriguing, you know, and that's probably a good topic for us to delve into because agriculture is changing. It's been changing for quite some time. And so with that come all these new needs. So what types of jobs do you see in not just animal health, but nutrition or like you said, dairy products that that will be the jobs of the future that maybe students should at least have an eye out for? Well, I think the term uh, precision ag comes to mind, agronomic um, industries and, and row crop farming and that kind of thing. But there's just a lot of exciting things going on that relate to applications of precision ag to the uh, food animal industry. So to give you some um, examples, you you mentioned people running uh, feed mills, which is, of course, what some of our graduates do. But we have phased feeding of uh, pigs. We have implant strategies in cattle. We now have these um, robotic milkers that go into our dairies. We have sensory technologies in our dairies. We have electronic um, sow feeders that allow us to control a sow's intake during gestation. And uh, the, the sensory technologies and the um, precision ag that's being incorporated into animal science is just uh, really exciting right now. And it offers a lot of opportunities for our students in everything from, uh, again, managing the livestock to being the folks involved with writing the software or implementing the equipment or interpreting the data that's being collected. Let's maybe delve a little bit into the program itself. You know, you talk about some very specific technical things. So what are some of the science aspects of the program, both the animal science and the dairy science programs? Well, we try to offer um, a fair amount of flexibility, but but overall, these are science-based programs. I think that's very important for folks to remember. Sometimes, you know, I'll get some constructive criticism from students where they say, well, you know, I don't think I need to know this level of detail. I just need to know how to, um, you know, maybe synchronize the cow and, and um, artificially inseminate her at the right time. 
well, we want the students to go in greater depth in that example, and uh, we want them to understand uh, the endocrinology or the hormone system of the animal. We want them to understand the anatomy and the physiology of the animal that uh, explains why those protocols work. And so with our four-year science-based program, uh, my example I just gave you is in reproductive physiology, mm-hmm. but we want them to have that depth of understanding in genetics and nutrition and reproductive physiology. And then to a further extent, um, we go into the post-harvest area of meat science, and uh, we want students to understand the science behind the conversion of muscle into meat, for example. And, you know, I can only echo what you're saying about understanding the why, because even in the uh, limited amount of time, we'll say, that I have been in this career field, things have changed. And I think that's something maybe that is something that students might not see initially when they're having to learn things, and it seems like words on a piece of paper to memorize. But that understanding that why in the background is what makes you a dynamic, capable individual that can move with changing times, because the cow herself She doesn't necessarily change, but our understanding of her and our ways to work with her to make her do her job better, that's what changes. Yes, I I couldn't agree more. And, and, you know, with all the technologies and the different uh, feed supplements and the different um, animal health programs, it's really important that our students are educated consumers. Uh, There's a tremendous amount of products and services and equipment that are being offered to them. And I think having that underlying understanding of the science is critical to them being able to evaluate those opportunities and make good decisions for their businesses. Sure enough. And I mean, business is so global at this point in time. I mean, obviously, the pandemic has reminded us what happens on the opposite side of the world is a direct effect on our lives in spades. And food production is definitely not isolated from that. So how do you prepare students to meet all of these challenges in food production that are impacted by global markets? Well, we're very fortunate in the United States that um, we produce a, a surplus of food, and, and that's wonderful. Uh, but what we need to help our students understand are the economic impacts of that. And one of those are that um, quite a little bit of our food uh, gets exported to other countries. And again, that's a wonderful opportunity But on the other side of that coin, it makes us somewhat vulnerable to um, the whims of foreign markets. And we've had times, unfortunately, in the last couple of decades where, um, with little notice, we lost access to some foreign markets, and that had some severe consequences for our local ag economies. And so it's important for students to understand that dynamic, to appreciate how our improved efficiency of production allows us to be in a position to export a significant amount of product, but the vulnerabilities that that also creates for us from a business aspect. And I mean, this is obviously something that's on the mind of their employers. So this must be one of multiple skills that you want instilled in your students. So when they graduate, they are more marketable to these employers. That's true. And and one of the things we do is we bring in a lot of representatives, uh, potential future employers and representatives from different aspects of our industry, everything from private producers that own livestock operations to uh, heads of corporations. And we have them uh, interact with our students. Uh, They help us with things like doing mock interviews or uh, coming in and talking to the students about global ag and these different things. So, 
you know, one of the goals here is to get some of those folks on campus and expose them to our students and our students to them as well. What are some of the things that you like the students to know ahead of time that obviously we're not talking about what you tell them, you know, right before these events, but rather what they're learning on a day-to-day basis on campus so that they're not only better employees, but just better citizens? Well, I think our students and I think all of us like to know the why. So folks are much more receptive to learning something if they understand why this is important. And sometimes students uh, need to take a little bit of a leap of faith and uh, trust us that um, that it is important. And, and while it might not be completely obvious to them at the time, it may um, be more obvious down the road. One of the things that some of our students are a little bit surprised by is our employers tell us that three of the most important qualities they're looking for are written communication skills, oral communication skills, and the ability to work as a member of a team. And sometimes students are a little bit surprised that that's an area of focus in an animal science or dairy science program. And so I try to help them understand how those skills will be critical in any role that they're going to play after graduation, whether that's going back to the home farm or ranch or going to work in allied industry. That's very, very good for people to hear because it it seems like that we have so much more interest in the technical aspects, but those communication skills are so critical because if you can know everything about the technical aspects, but if you don't have the communication skills, you can't convey that information to anyone else. Well, that's exactly right. And and even for folks that are running their own independent business, whether that be a farm or ranch or, or some service to the ag industry, you know, you're going to need to um, communicate and have a team around you, whether those are veterinarians or nutritionists or your banker. There's going to be a team that uh, you're going to need to be able to communicate with in order to be successful. A lot of things that are beneficial in a college education are not just what happens in the classroom, but what happens outside of the classroom. So what are some of the things that South Dakota State offers for students outside of the classroom that helps prepare for them for life after college? Well, we have a tremendous number of opportunities. Of course, um, everybody um, is familiar with the Jackrabbits and Jackrabbit Athletics, and we've actually had a number of um, students who've gone through our program who've been members of the athletic department. In fact, very proud one of our current uh, students, Clayton Carlson, was just finished as an All-American this past wrestling season, just as one example. Nice. And uh, we've had many others in the past. But then in addition to that, and probably more common, our participation in things like Little I, the Little International is the largest student-run event of its kind in the United States, typically has 150 members in the planning committee. So um, that's a really exciting opportunity to work with a lot of your fellow students. And then we have the livestock judging teams, we have the rodeo team, we have meats judging teams, wool judging team. And there's a number of other clubs and organizations on campus that students can get involved with. Dairy Science, we have a dairy products judging team that's been very successful throughout the years. Dairy Science Club. And so just a lot of ways for students to um, interact, pursue areas of interest, and build leadership skills. You know, there's so many different aspects that come together that South Dakota State utilizes to help students prepare for the future. So what do you think the future of educating agriculture students is going to look like, you know, in the near term as well as down the road uh, a decade or two? Well, I think there's a very exciting future out there for uh, students in the area of agriculture. And, 
you know, while some um, groups around the country and, and even here um, at our university a bit have struggled uh, with some declines in enrollment, uh, you know, our animal science program has held strong and has actually increased in enrollment in the past several years. So we have a lot of employers out there that are looking for our students. Um, in many cases, there are more jobs than there are students available to fill them. But in terms of educating those students, um, the challenge I see is that students today need to know everything that the student needed to know 30 years ago, plus a whole lot more because of the technologies and uh, opportunities in precision ag in those areas that have come about. And so, you know, we have a finite program. We want to get our students in and out of here typically in four years. And so we need to provide them with the base education. Uh, frankly, there's just not time to teach them everything. And so we've got to kind of focus on certain areas. And really, we need them to leave here with the ability to learn whatever they're going to need to know next. Because certainly when they leave SDSU, their education is really just beginning. Absolutely. And I think that's a wonderful way to put it. Thank you very much for taking the time, Dr. Cassidy, to stop by, have a good conversation with us, and tell us about the benefits of SDSU animal science, dairy science, and programs that you guys have up there. Well, it was my pleasure. Uh, obviously, as you can tell, I'm very proud of our programs and uh, appreciate the opportunity to visit with you. And I'd like to thank our listening audience for taking the time to stop by and listen to what we have to say. Y'all take care, folks. <laughs>